Welcome to Moto Media Podcast, a space where we discuss diversion and inclusion, where we celebrate human rights, equality, equity, and fairness. Hello, welcome to Omoto Podcast. Uh, your host for today is Michael Wandebanda from Omoto Center of Culture in Zambia. Uh, in our studio today, we have uh, two amazing activists. Uh, they will introduce themselves. Uh, we just want to welcome everybody, uh, our audience, and also people that are following us on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, today's podcast is about uh, activism which will be combined with uh, LGBT activism that will uh, talk about almost everything in general. Uh, welcome um, the first lady on my right hand stand. Uh, thank you so much, Michael, for giving me that flow. So my, I'm going to introduce myself. You know, my name is Jella Perry and um, I'm a human rights activist. I advocate for uh, all people. I advocate for all the rights of human beings on the planet, including LGBTIQ people, women and girls and uh, every other person on the planet. As long as you're a human being, I advocate for your well-being. I advocate for your rights. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much, uh, uh, Jella, for that amazing um, uh, brief about who you are. Um, on my left-hand side, uh, Madam Udi, can introduce yourself, and thank you for uh, coming through to our uh, studio today. Thank you very much, Michael, for having me, and hello, listeners. My name is Anamwaka Limpobain, but everyone calls me Limpo. I am a human rights activist and an LGBTQI activist and feminist. I work a lot with women and I fight for women. Thank you for having me. Michael. Thank you very much for uh, the introduction, uh, Nomaka. Um, so um, our podcast today is not on based on um, uh, uh, interview-based kind of questions. Uh, we're just going to have um, a round uh, discussion dialogue uh, where we're just going to touch base on a few critical core um, uh, problems that actually the minority groups that are actually facing in Zambia and you as activists, how do you um, uh, work around issues of um, uh, this kind of cases and as activists, how do you stand fame, um, you know, to come across these issues? Uh, maybe if uh, Gigi and uh, Jela, you could maybe uh, tell us a little bit about your activism and um, as a trans person, um, how do you do your work? in Zambia, you know, looking that uh, we've got issues like um, cultural uh, norms, you know, and yeah. Um, great. Um, I think first of all, um, the best platforms I use to advocate for the rights of LGBTIQ people, I, I use my social media platforms, okay, because I feel it's a safe space and I reach out to a lot of people just by one single post. Um, highlighting the fact that uh, uh, when you are trans, you also deserve um, human rights. I also share uh, the violations uh, which transgender people face, not only transgenders, but everyone in the LGBTIQ spectrum, uh, because I believe um, 
by sharing information with the people that are able to learn something and uh, my audience also they get to share that knowledge with other people and uh, how do we change people's behaviors we change them uh, by changing their perspective because how a person thinks determines how the person acts so if i share information that would change how they look at the LGBTIQ community, then basically even their behavior towards LGBTIQ people will also change. Yeah, so I, I, I advocate uh, through my online platforms. Then apart from that, um, I'm a yoga teacher, okay? So I always make sure like when we are having our yoga sessions with different people, I just bring in an instrument of, um, of uh, advocating for LGBTIQ people because we are all humans and we all deserve the best. We all deserve to be uh, to be treated like any other person. Okay, yeah. So those are the platforms I use to advocate for for the human rights of all people, the minority groups in particular. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's so um, uh, um, educating. Um, you've, you've dwelled a lot of uh, part of um, you saying um, um, human rights and you know laws of Zambia and something like that. Is it possible maybe you could just walk us through like what are these rights we are talking about here, and um, when do one need to um, understand or maybe to um, enjoy these rights because we said you've mentioned that these minority groups are not actually living freely but um, do we have those groups of people where they've got the rights to enjoy and those and they don't have the right to enjoy how do we you know utilize these rights uh, great question so first of all I think we need to start by identifying what human rights are and when we are talking about human rights we are talking about the entitlements okay which every other human being has on the planet by the virtue of you being human you have those entitlements because without those rights you can't survive you can't freely express your authenticity and originality which is one of the purposes of life being yourself so the human rights are just there to give you a platform to be yourself, to give you a platform to be alive. So one of the fundamental rights we have as human beings is uh, the rights to freedom of expression. If you are a human being, you have a right to express yourself however you see yourself fit as long as you are not harming any other human being. So this also goes to the transgender people. Okay, you can be transgender, you can express yourself however you want, but if you're not harming anyone, then it's okay, okay? Nobody has a right to tell you how you're behaving. Unless you're stabbing somebody, we can now say you're harming other people. But if you're just expressing yourself, that's how you feel. If you feel like wearing whatever you want to wear, if that's what you love, it's okay. Okay, you have the right uh, to that access. So another fundamental right which is important is the right to health okay and uh, no person uh, in the health facility has a right to, to discriminate or to stigmatize people based on their looks uh, expression or sexual orientation but you find that the LGBTIQ people are um, are denied access to health services just because of how they look. So when they go to healthcare setups, they won't be attended to or they'll be asked very funny questions that will make them feel very uncomfortable and they'll leave a space without uh, getting the most fundamental um, uh, services from, from that space. Then maybe another right I can also talk about is um, the right to life okay nobody has uh, has a right to kill any person okay so even lgbtiq people they have a right to to life but you find that most of us 
in, in the LGBTIQ community, our lives are at risk just for being ourselves. You can even be killed when somebody knows you're, you're trans. You can be killed when somebody knows that you're gay, okay? Um, if, if you're not arrested, then basically something bad will happen when people take the law in their own hands. Yes, in Zambia, it's not a crime to be gay, to be trans. It only becomes a crime when you're caught in the act. But when people take matters in their own hands, negative things happen. Okay, even death can be the worst thing. But you realize you can be trans, but you have rights to life. Okay, and every person on the planet has that right. So these are the rights we are advocating for. That's what we are fighting for. We are fighting for a society which embraces diversity and inclusion, a society that celebrates human rights of other people as well, not just uh, 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 promoting the cis privilege. Okay, we need to also uh, include other human beings, okay, uh, uh, in the human rights uh, field or dimension. Yeah. Wow. That's that's huge, and um, <clears throat> I believe uh, one of um, most of our viewers and people that are following us are able to pick one or two things out from that, because there's more information regarding to um, what thing uh, things that people don't really understand or people that they don't even enjoy. It's because m uh, most of this minority group or these young people don't really know their rights and they don't know where they should, you know, um, be able to express them. All right. Um, Namaka, and yeah, uh, feels like you've been left out here, but yeah, you're on board. Uh, would you just kindly maybe tell us um, the side part of your story as a young uh, female person who identifies as an activist and, you know, also somebody who represents uh, minority groups um, such as the LGBTI in Zambia? Well, as a young activist and feminist, it is hard in the beginning. Could they tell you things that religiously you're not supposed to, you're supposed to listen to your elders and whatnot. But then it's time to take a stand as young people, take a fight. We are the future and we need to determine our future. So in, for me, I want a future where there's inclusion and safety for everyone. It doesn't matter what you are, it doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is, what your gender is, but as long as you're included and your rights are valid. I think that's all I have to say. Valid validation is needed. Inclusion is needed for the future. Let's not look at things as if they're taboos. They're not taboos, they're not unhuman. We are the future, and if we do not take a stand on What's the future if we don't start, start doing something about it now? Mm -hmm. that, 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 that's very interesting. Um, so you've mentioned you've been a feminist and also been an LGBT activist. Um, how do you balance your, your work? And um, how do you also um, deal issues with safety and security? Uh, because um, it's not easy to be an LGBT activist, let me say, in Africa. They say, or in Zambia, to uh, be specific. In Zambia, to be specific. Because <laughs> the moment you just mention gay or lesbian, whether you've been found in uh, caught in the act or just you posting something related to LGBT, you know, movement or something, it's 
big deal. Mm-hmm. So how I I'll, I'll start with the first statement you 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 asked me. That's how I balance being a feminist and an LGBT activist. I think these two go hand in hand. These are two minority groups, and coming from both. I feel like I really need to work harder because I am part of the LGBT umbrella. Being a young woman that's pansexual and also a young woman that's a feminist. I know people say it's a struggle. First, I'm black. Do you know being black is a problem? Secondly, I'm a feminist. Thirdly, I'm queer. Mm-hmm. So I, I am triple trouble, as normal people would say. I'm triple trouble. But then being an LGBT activist and a feminist, it's, these two go hand in hand. It's like how you put sugar in your tea. You can't have tea without sugar. I know people have their tea without sugar, but I like my tea sweet. That's how it is. So I fight for women's equality, for women's rights, for years and years Men have trampled and stepped on women. Women have never been in laws and policy, have never been policy or lawmakers. Not one. We have never heard of our brave women that fought for our rights in our schools. When have you heard those stories? Those are just folk stories that our grandmothers tell us. I believe, and I'm taking a stand now, that I'm sure they're going to bury me by the feminist warriors that the ones that are going to bury me and I'm still standing firm on that like women's voices need to be amplified there's a saying that's saying behind a successful man there's what a woman yeah let people see that woman let people hear the voice of that woman yeah Women's voices need to be amplified. And then again, LGBT voices need to to be amplified. People need to know that we are here, we exist, and we are not going anywhere. We are human. I bleed just like you bleed. Mm -hmm. Just because I choose to love the person of the same sex doesn't mean you are no different from me. Mm -hmm. We breathe the same air. We eat the same food. Maybe... For Gigi, Gigi is a vegetarian and, and um, I eat beef, but then we most of the things we eat are the same. same. She breathes, I breathe. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Inhale, exhale. exhale. Yes. And for safety and security, my activism is mostly online and sometimes I take it to the streets. Mm-hmm. I remember we had the Women's March and I was everywhere and whatnot. So most of the activism is done online and we know how to filter our signals or rather our messages online so that we don't attract too much attention and it it, it attracts the right people and goes the message is taken to the right people that we are sending to. So that's how safety and security and we know how to carry ourselves when we're out there in public for our safety because no one is agreeing with us. But I like how today's generations, the 21st generation, People are so woke. I open my Twitter and I'm seeing people opening up, like openly saying, no, I'm lesbian. No, no, I'm gay on Twitter. And these are Zambian people. Mm. And no one's bashing them. I like how open-minded our generation is. Our young generation, not you fossils one day. (laughs) Our young generation, it's really opening up and being more woke. 
Um, so do you feel that you're contributing to the community, them coming out freely and uh, having the education about who they are and the people that um, they, they are meeting or maybe the certain group? And uh, also, do you feel like they are safe um, with this this situation, you know, where uh, the minority groups are most targeted in terms of violation is concerned, uh, stigma and access to certain things. Yeah. Um, uh, how confident are you that they are ready for them to, you know, open up? So on that one, Michael. On that one, Michael. I I I always say, slow progress is is progress. We're moving slowly but progressively. Right now, it may look like we're not doing anything, but something is being done from the grassroots. When you're when you're plant when you're fixing your tree, you don't start from the leaves. You start from the roots. So that's why right now we're working with the grassroots mm-hmm. to make sure everyone is free, everyone's rights are not violated, mm-hmm. there's the stigmatization mm-hmm. is done, self-hate. Do you know society brings out self-hate? Mm-hmm. If they tell you you're not supposed to be doing that and you're doing it and you start condemning yourself and hating yourself. Mm-hmm. So we are trying to hate, to, to bring down self-hate. Yeah. We're trying to break down stigmatization. There's a lot of stigma in places of work, there whereby if a, a very masculine-looking woman, dressed woman, goes into a government institution looking for employment, they'll say, okay, we'll give you the job if you keep your hair long, if you come with a skirt, mm-hmm. if you wear pumps. But the person isn't comfortable in wearing those things. They are comfortable in their own skin. You find that the person, just because the person needs money and a job, mm-hmm. they'll conform to that and start hating themselves. Yeah. Like, why am I like this? What's wrong with me? In an in a demon, mm-hmm. you know? And this thing of taking each other to prayers, it's, it's pointless. Yeah, yeah, it's pointless. Fine. I was born this way. Mm-hmm. God Himself knew why He was making me this way. Don't ask me. I found myself. Yeah. So we are starting from the roots, and I believe we're making an impact in our community. It's slow progress, but it is progress. Yeah. Very true. I I agree with you. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, this is why the some organizations are now empowering um, the LGBTIQ people with legal knowledge, mm-hmm. because when people have legal awareness, they can protect themselves. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is why some organizations are also engaging um, the Human Rights Commission of Zambia so that the rights of everybody can be amplified. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- there is uh, so much progress because everything starts with awareness. Awareness. With greater awareness comes greater change. So we need to give uh, the LGBTIQ people information that will protect them, and then they can use that to protect themselves. Yeah, so, yeah, so much progress. And we're not only protecting them, but we are also empowering each other. Exactly. Because there are so many instances where they find, their families find out mm-hmm. that just from their homes. Let's say they used to pay for their schools and they stopped paying for their schools. We're trying to find a way to help those people 
and True. empower them financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're helping them grow and we're also teaching them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, thank you very much um, for what you've both shared. Uh, it shows there's so much um, um, uh, intervention needs to take take part because um, young people who are minority groups out there are actually facing big problems. It's not only just maybe the LGBT people, but also we've got young female sex workers, we've got young people who use drugs, drugs, and certain people find themselves engaged in this kind of situation, not because they were born in a certain way, or maybe there's something, maybe it's because the frustration uh, you might find somebody has been chased from home just because it identifies as a lesbian or a gay person or trans. Uh, they just go in the streets of Lusaka, they now find themselves now confining with the situation now taking drugs or maybe taking one so that they can feel better. I think um, we really need to have more of our sensitization awareness programs that at least will impact our, our community and, and these young people, but when do they need to practice their rights? When do they need to, you know, to understand and where? I think there's more that needs to um, uh, to be, you know, involved in this. Uh, thank you, our, our our listeners, our viewers on Facebook and YouTube and other social media uh, platforms that uh, we are using. Um, we'll continue next uh, and next week with amazing, um, I know, intervention and also awareness program in regarding to uh, changing the minds uh, of the Zambian society and also doing, uh, you know, the sensitization, doing the uh, gender uh, inclusivity and also diversity programs. Uh, thank you very much for coming, Namwaka and Jela, to our studio. Woo! Thank you. Thank you, thank for, you having for having us, queens. Thank you so much for listening to this amazing and educative podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Omoto Zambia. For more amazing content, don't forget to stream us live next week where we discuss amazing topics about diversity and inclusion. Thank you so much.